the living poop. Hi everyone, this is the very first episode of Super Segoy Cast on Night of the Living Geeks Network. Um, my name's Alex, and I'm here with my husband. Justin, how's everybody doing? Good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> perfect. All right, so this is our very first episode. We're basically just going to talk about the geeky stuff that we love that came to us from Japan. First off, we went and we got through Netflix because that's kind of like, you know, an easy way to get anime and stuff for most people. And we noticed that there was a Ghost in the Shell series that we hadn't watched yet. Well, Justin's actually never watched I haven't watched any of them until just recently. Yeah. You actually haven't really watched a whole lot of anime. No. Like, yeah. It's just kind of started getting into it the last few years. Yeah. So the one that we saw was Arise. Um, it's actually a four-part series, and it was from 2013. Um, now, I've seen the 1995 movie Ghost in the Shell, and you know we wanted to compare and contrast the whole different thing. We thought that it was going to be a complete remake of the original movie, but it's not. So it ended yeah. up. Yeah. It kind of it kind of turned out to be a prequel, really, to the movie itself. You yeah. You kind of get some backstory on the uh, the anime. It's pretty good. Yeah. So okay, we watched the 1995 movie, so we could compare it. So what did you think? Uh, the movie, having to come from a manga, makes it it was hard to do in like about two hour movie. It translated well. Uh, had great looking animation, uh, good storyline, but you kind of get lost in it. So I give it a B. A B? A B. Oh, a B. This is like a cult classic, and you're giving it a B. It could use some work. <laughs> 1995, they, they swore up throwing the game. Then. Well, yeah, okay, I agree. Well, okay, the first time that I actually saw this was probably like 1997, 98, something like that. I was like 14, so maybe. So more on par with where you're watching it then. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing I, it I here first, in 2015, so. Yeah, see, I first saw it like in middle school, so, you know, when it came out, it was like, whoa, it was the first like big anime movie that I had seen. <laughs> Um, one of my friends had it like at their house. They're like, "Hey, you want to watch this?" And I was like, "Well, what is it?" You know. And I, at that point, I could only I had only really watched like Speed Racer and Sailor Moon. So and like Dragon Ball hadn't really even gotten that big at that point. So it was like entirely new to me, and it like blew my mind. So the art, because I I I'm not I wouldn't call myself an artist, but I like to draw and stuff. And you know, it was amazing. All the detail. And everything just, like, blew my mind. And in the beginning, it's actually kind of funny because, you know, she she takes off her, I don't know, her, like, suit or whatever it is that she's wearing. And she jumps off the building naked. And... I like that part. Yeah. And so <laughs> when I first saw this at, at being, like, 13 or 14, I'm like, oh, my God, boobs. You know, because they're just there. And yeah. they're, like, these big, perfect boobs. And I'm like, what am I looking at? You know? <laughs> She's blushing so, for everybody. I, I kind of am, yeah. But um, no, so like it, I was really shocked because I hadn't seen anything like that before, yeah. you know. But it was okay and it, it it didn't really like take anything away. It was just like one of the main things that I remember about watching that well, for the first time. you're 14 years old, 1997. <laughs> the, you don't really, you, I think we barely started to hear the word uh, bitch in TV shows, let alone now you're going to watch an anime and you have oh, boobs not right even. in your face. They barely started saying like damn and like yeah, shit, I yeah. think, you know. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. But um you know, and and not only that, but like the the whole assembly sequence when they're putting her together because she's like an android. Well, okay, so if you have not seen Ghost in the Shell, it's the easiest way to say it is that she's an android 
who's basically having an existential crisis while they're catching like a serial hacker terrorist thing. Yeah, most people in this world uh, now live in an android body with their brains uh, pretty much as ghosts running mm-hmm. everything, you know, uh, extended life, basically. You get, yeah. a, you get a second chance. And so there's a hacker hacking people's brains and them do things, and her job is to pretty much capture that person. Yeah, she works for like a public security or a public safety agency thing that goes after all this like cyber crime and stuff like that exactly um and so when they're putting her together that whole thing was just it stuck with me for decades I can you know why, yeah yeah and so like when when i saw it on there i was like i wanted to show that to you you know <laughs> i was like oh you have to watch this because of this amazing thing you know and i was kind of disappointed that you weren't that impressed with it <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> to be honest with the 1995 again i'm watching it in tw- uh, 2015 yeah we're, we're, we're 10 years different now and or i'm sorry 20 years 20 years from then right yeah math hard wow yeah 20 years ago so oh, you, you look at animation 20 years ago i feel it's, old yeah right um <laughs> it's different so in my opinion when we watched the ones that just came out last year uh all three of them that are out right now mm-hmm. i thought it gave a lot more depth because you got more information on her backstory her team's backstory yeah i enjoyed that so much more i was a lot more entertained and then you're also seeing a lot better animation and really, that see, I, don't I really, know if I really agree with enjoyed. that or not. Well, okay. Well, you know, I agree that it's it's a little it's slow. The pacing is a lot slower than than modern stuff, you know. And um, not only that, but it, you know, it's an anime, so it's from Japan, so the pacing is different than our American pacing, anyway. Yes. But um, you know, it it was kind of hard to follow because they don't tell you everything in the story. They, I think it's more expected that you would have read the manga, or at least... Are you referring to the 95 movie or to yes. the sequel? The no, the 95 movie. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the first time I watched it, also being young, I didn't quite understand everything, mm-hmm. you know, until, mm-hmm. like, I rewatched it a couple of times. But when I rewatched it this last time with you, I actually got a lot more out of it than I did previously. Okay. So that was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, I don't remember that happening, or, I, you know. I think... If we had watched it and you had, we'd watched the prequels, I mean, if we had known mm-hmm. prior to the movie, I would have enjoyed the movie a lot more. Oh, really? Because I love backstory. Mm-hmm. I love being able to know how people came about and what their story is and how they combined to make their team. Like, to me, that's really interesting. And then being able to go from that into the movie, I would have known more. I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit. So Yeah. Well, that makes sense, you know. I mean... If if I would have known, then yeah, we probably would have watched them first. I guess we should have done a little bit more research. Yeah, just but a bit. Um, like I was kind of afraid that I knew that they would be different if it was a remake from modern times, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was actually afraid that if we watched the new one and then we watched the old one, the old one would have been boring to you. Uh, so I didn't want to like you know set us up to fail kind of in a way that makes sense. <laughs> and then be even more disappointed that you didn't like this fantastic movie that i thought was like the greatest thing when i was a kid all right well you we, we found out you <clears throat> love the 95 series i've kind of expressed how i feel about the the three of the four that we've seen so far as prequels what do you think of the three prequels um okay well they're not they're definitely not bad um they're good it's like i said it was a four-part series but there were only three available on netflix as of right now yes yeah well i don't think the fourth one's coming but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It didn't look like it. But, um, you know, they were okay. So it was a complete redesign. Obviously, they're not going to use the old stuff. The 1995 style is it's old and outdated. New artists. Yeah, well, yeah, and different artists. And, you know, the, the actual animation studios now, they work differently than back then. So, you know, it's, it's all about um, 
budgets and whatnot. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they didn't have the same thing because it's not a movie. It's just a show. Exactly. But um, so the difference in the art, though, uh, like in general, I liked it. It was more modern. It was bright, you know, whatever. A lot cleaner. Yeah, it was a lot cleaner in a way. But it, there was so much more detail lacking that I think... Because that was what, that's what I loved about the first one. Okay. Was all the detail. Probably had a lot more time to put that in there. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's what I loved about it. So I'm not sure. I mean, like I said, I did not like it. What if they were to redo the 95 movie with the animation now, but keep the same amount of detail? Uh... Pretty much just (laughs) same movie, same voices, just like a a remaster, you know, redraw the story. It'd probably be okay, but then I'd be like, well, what was the point of redoing it? Why not? Just make it look better. Because it's not necessary. What's the point of uh, updating movies nowadays? Sometimes nothing. There's no reason to update a movie. I mean, you go to the movie theaters nowadays <laughs> and they used to have that ad to like pay money to remaster classic movies to make them look better, sound well, better. Same yeah, thing. That no. movie's 20 years old. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We're not, I mean, we're not talking I mean, this Clint is Eastwood old, but I mean, yeah, I mean well. old. <laughs> Whatever. But they, okay, so they also changed not only the art style, though. It's different. Yes, they they went back different. to, the, I think it was in the manga, she wasn't 100% synthetic. Mm-hmm. She was not a cyborg, or she wasn't an android, she's a cyborg. Yes. Um. So, you know, that's completely different, too. I'm not sure if I really liked the amount of humanness that they gave her in this new series. With, like, the muscle twitching when she had that virus? No, because that's all in, in, you know, her roboticness. No, I'm just okay. saying her emotions and stuff. Okay. You know, like, yeah. in the first one, it was fine. She was, she was very um, not human. You could tell she was still, you know, synthetic. But... When, like, in the third part, in the third movie, um, Ghost Tears, she was too humanized. I didn't like it. Like, she had the relationship with the guy, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why would she have that? In the well, movie, she would never have that. But look at it, look, but that's probably what leads to the 95 movie. She had the relationship with the guy, it went wrong. She might have shut herself down again and backed out Aww. of being too human. I don't like And it. kind of restricted herself again. If you're a robot, you should be a robot. But she's not a robot. Well, she was in the movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> One other thing that's, uh, in my opinion, because you brought it up earlier, is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. They didn't show the the boobs in this one. Yeah. They sh- like they showed her unclothed, but only from behind. Yeah. And that's because it was for TV. <clears throat> was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was a big difference, too. Yeah. Because in anime, you can show boobs technically, but they can't have, like, obviously, just like here, it's censored. You can't have nipples yes. and whatnot. So that they're very clean. They look fake because yeah. there's there's nothing on them. So to get around that, they just showed her from behind. Yeah. Most you know? of the time. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that was that was also different. I don't know. Did you like all three movies? I did. I found them, like I said, a lot more appealing than the movie in and of itself. I thought the second one was kind of boring, really? to be honest. Yeah. I, th- I felt like it was filler yeah. like it wasn't needed i enjoyed and then i know that you loved her um her little mecha sidekick yes. logicoma i oh, loved it yeah see okay i like it it's cool and all for this series but that thing would never have lasted in the original movie oh of course not yeah. but just the fact it's that they brought cute. in this cute little like spider tank observer was just awesome yeah and it was a little kid it was voice you know yeah it, it was it was a child i can only imagine what it'd be like to have one of those in real life now yeah it entertained me all day but see i think i would have preferred it if it was like a big badass like in the movie like some of the tanks that fights hell yeah it beats those tanks i don't care <laughs> it's your friend it's not my friend it should be well anyway <laughs> so um actually this spring speaking of this entire thing they're taking these these four part 
movies, technically TV show things, whatever it was, Arise, the series, they're taking the four parts of that and they're going to chop them up into shorter, like half hour things. And they're oh, okay. going to make it into a TV series. Like a, Okay. Yeah. They're just going to re-air it, basically. Except they're going to add extra content and they're going to tie it in with an upcoming animated film oh. that comes from the Arise universe. So, okay. yeah, that's coming out sometime this spring. Um, so it's just going to extend the story a little bit more. Same, uh, animation company? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's just like a feature length film instead of whatever. Uh, I like it. So I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. But that has so much for me with anime. It's, it's how it looks. So, uh, and not only that, but there is going to be a video game that's coming out pretty soon for Based Ghost in the Shell. Really? Mm-hmm. The movie or the... the no, people's... the series. And okay. it's actually this series, too. It's a, it's a rise, I think. No, it might be standalone complex. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Eh. But um, it's going to be an online game, and okay. it's going to be a shooter. Oh. So it's going to be... It looks really cool. Not going to lie. Um, so it's going to be released in North America first. The people who created it, the studio, they actually went into, like, Nevada and looked at all the desert scenes and, like, shot off guns into the desert so they could get the sounds correct and stuff like that. But it looks pretty awesome. You can even do, like, the the super cloaking kind of stuff that they did in the movie. So you can turn invisible. That's awesome. You know? Yeah, Yeah. it looks badass. (laughs) I really want to play it. And then in 2017, there's going to be an American live-action movie. Um, It's going to be... Given by DreamWorks, uh, they're the ones who are going to be behind the whole thing. But it's going to be starring Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yes. So she's already like tied on to it. Okay. And I don't know how I feel about that. Why? Because she's white? Yeah. But if you look at most Japanese animation, a lot of the characters look white. They don't look Asian. Well, I mean, okay, I don't have a problem with that so much, but I don't know. What are, they, what are they going to do about her name? Her name is Motoko Kusanagi. They're not going to keep that as her name. Uh, it could be done. What? What could be done? I, I think she can pull it off. Well, yeah. I mean, she she can kick ass. We've seen her do that, like, in the Avengers and, you know. What was that last movie that she came out in um, where she had the powers and stuff? I don't know. I haven't seen that one yet. Well, I haven't seen it either. But anyway. Well, but there was that movie, too, you know. Um, but what I am looking forward to is that the person who's going to direct it is Rupert Sanders. He's the guy that did Snow White and the Huntsman. So uh. that's going to look really pretty. He's, you know, been doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That I think he'll really bring the environment to life and it'll look awesome. Okay. Well, uh, you remember Snow White and the Huntsman? I do. Yeah. That was a good movie. Right. Yeah. So I think that'll look pretty cool. Side note, the movie was Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. That's right. I knew it was a person's name. But I couldn't remember. <laughs> That's Whatever. right. Morgan Freeman made that movie, not Scarlett Johansson. It, Lucy? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't, you didn't even see it. It doesn't matter. It's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of live action things, or did you have something else about um, Ghost in the Shell? Not Ghost in the Shell, per se, but like uh, the fact that they're bringing up a live action movie of that. They have the one for uh, Naruto as well that they're doing in Japan right now. But that's a play. It's still live action. Yeah theoretically yeah i would totally go see that by i the way. would yeah right <laughs> just go fly out there and watch that because i think that would be fantastic well i saw the the character posters mm-hmm. and they look pretty awesome they look just like how they're supposed to look exactly. yeah you know? it looks amazing some of the the preview clips you see of them practicing doing the fights and yeah running up walls and trees and stuff like that's really yeah intriguing like the whole center of the stage i think is like a giant um trampoline so that way they can just kind of bounce and stuff and do all their like ninja flips and things it's gonna yeah, be pretty awesome it's pretty neat yeah 
Um, were you gonna bring up something else for live action? I was. Yeah. When I think you're speaking going for? of live action, I don't know. What are you thinking? The Netflix original. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> I wish. I wish this wasn't a rumor. They're probably doing the. Uh, they're thinking about doing a live action Zelda. Yeah. You know, and they were gonna kind of base it off of like a Game of the Thrones. They're gonna kind of go for like their like, type of <laughs> Game of Thrones audience. Game of the Thrones. Game of the <laughs> Thrones. Game of Thrones audiences, like how it portrays like the. Older adults, you know, and they want to do it towards like that. So like a well, not no, a kiddie version of Zelda. It was supposed to be a family friendly Game of Thrones, is what it was described as. Uh, no, yeah. So, I wish it was older though. Yeah, it it'll be dark and gritty. I know everybody's been using that a lately. Zelda version of like the <laughs> Red Wedding. Yeah. Oh man. Zelda Red Wedding. Oh god. <laughs> Who? I don't even. Well, anyway, that's not true though. No. It's it's per the Nintendo president himself. He has said that this information is inaccurate. Yes, uh, via quote um, from Satoru Iwata said that the in an interview, as of now, I have nothing new to share with you in regards to the use of our IPs for any TV shows or films, but I can at least confirm that the article in question is not based on correct information. But that's not necessarily saying that it's not going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Because they've done that before. Right. Yeah. He's he's kind of like gone around mm-hmm. the subject. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just saying it's inaccurate doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means that, well, maybe they're going to do something else. Well, or maybe it won't be with Netflix. Exactly. Maybe it'll be a completely different thing. But they did the same thing when they were announcing, or you had the rumors for the larger 3DS. They completely denied all of that. Yeah. And then look what happened. They came out with a larger 3DS. Yeah, so. exactly. So we'll have to see if something actually pops up with yeah, that. Take it with but, a grain of salt. But would he talk? Oh. That's the biggest thing. Link, the main character of Zelda, does not talk. He only makes little sounds, you know. So what are they going to do about that? Who would play Link? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Vin Diesel? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if he just has to make sounds, I think that could be okay. <laughs> I mean, he played Groot, so it, yeah. it, he knows how to just do like two-liners. <laughs> guess so yeah that could work <laughs> i don't know i think i would watch it either way yes. even if it was like a piece of trash i'd, I'd totally watch it chance right so <laughs> uh that's all i had for animation okay yeah that's all i had too uh, um what about uh hideo kojima leaving do you have any info on that um not a whole lot on him but i have someone else in the gaming industry who's actually kind of gone missing as well oh uh i can hit on that after you do Hideo, or if you want to... No, go for it. Yeah, you can talk about that first. All right, so there's a Tokyo-based company called uh, Image Poach, um, based on games like Arc Rises, Fantasia, Luminous Arc, and The Last Ranker. Mm-hmm. Uh, about two weeks ago, I guess now, by the time you hear this show, it, all their, two of their websites are all offline. Oh. They're just not here anymore. You, you type it in, both the American and Japanese website, and it's no longer there. Really? Yeah. And... Uh, since then as well, the president has just gone missing. No one can get a hold of him. No one can, they've tried calling. They've started to go to social media, tweeting out, can anybody find the president? Wow, He's really? He's just gone. That's kind of nuts. Right. Well, what is it with these like video game people disappearing? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> In a report um, for uh, a paper out there, uh, Otopo. In February, there were rumors, rumors that developers, many of most of the talented ones, were leaving Image Poach. And uh, worse yet, that it was reported the company's office is up for rent. Oh. Yeah. So they're for sure gone. Yeah, it's... They just much. don't know what happened to They just up and disappeared. And they have games <laughs> in the works that are coming out right now. Oh, that's disappointing. Very much so. Like, there's a 3DS game called Stella Glow, which is supposed to be releasing soon, mm-hmm. which is part of them. And so I don't know 
Yeah. It's going to be like an unfinished product or someone else is going to pick it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, there'd be like legal stuff. Something. You can't just like, you can't just go, oh, you're not going to finish that. I'll take it. <laughs> you know, Something. that looked like it was going to be pretty good. Well, that's kind of weird, you know, yeah. people just disappearing over there. Well, the websites are offline, the phone's offline, and you're renting out your office. I'm pretty sure that's a sign that either yeah. the guy got kidnapped or the company's just done. <laughs> Maybe him and Kojima just kind of decided to run off together and start their own gaming stuff. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they're going to... They left so that way they could do the Metal Gear movie. <laughs> that's what's happening. Well, we know that, that Hideo Kojima left Metal Gear. Um, well, or he's leaving Konami, I should say. Um, he's still going to be on the Phantom Pain uh, that comes out in December, and it looks amazing. If you haven't seen the trailer, I suggest you watch it. It it looks almost like a movie. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. So. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so, But the series is going to continue once he's gone, mm-hmm. so I don't know what the deal is with that. I, I, maybe he's just getting bored of it, or he just maybe they don't like what he's doing. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But the series is going to continue, and I don't know how I feel about that, Unless they change it from being Snake as the as the main character. They might. Because otherwise, that's kind of like, you know, if, say, Metallica was here, you know, and then James Hetfield left. They're not Metallica anymore. You can't no. really keep it as... You can't. Yeah, yeah. I hate when bands do that or when anybody does that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the same. You guys got to change. So... Metallica too? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so if Kojima's not going to be there anymore, like... Well, you're losing a couple games that he worked on. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, okay, so out of Metal Gear, there was there's like 30 games that go in the Metal Gear series mm-hmm. all together, mm-hmm. including like the, the mobile versions and whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. de- mobile consoles, not like mobile games. But, um, you know, and then he also worked on Lords of Shadow 1, the Castlevania game. Oh, did he? Yeah. Wow. And then okay. he was supposed to work on Silent Hills, the new one. Um, he was excited for it. He was like, oh, yeah, if they want me to work on that, I'm I'm up for it, you know. I uh, probably would have made it fantastic. It would have been a great game to play. Well, yeah, you know, the, watching the, the trailers for the demo, uh, it looks it looks really scary. I know you would hate it. Yes, I would I probably would. hate it, too, but that's okay. The nightmares are worth it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he's not his, his name isn't on that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's going to happen? It's, I hope that game still comes out because that would be... Anybody be able to get in contact with him yet? I mean, because I know he's kind of off the radar as well. Well, he's off the radar. I don't... He's not, like, missing, I don't think. They've just, like, told him that he can't talk, basically. Like, they blocked his Twitter, and Mm. they blocked all his social media, so he couldn't make any statements or anything. I I was reading last that he hadn't posted anything since, like, last year. Yeah. I didn't know his accounts were officially, like, locked. Yeah. That he couldn't even get on them. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know exactly what's happening. So maybe he was actually kidnapped. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they kidnapped each other. <laughs> um, They're coming to America. Yeah, but we'll post links about that all in the in the show notes and stuff. So if anybody's interested, you can check it out. And then speaking of games, though, there is okay. Well, have you played Final Fantasy? I know I, I made you play Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Seven, and I think I've touched a little bit of ten. Okay. On another friend's PlayStation. <laughs> Well, um, I, I, yeah, I pre-ordered the uh, remaster for Final Fantasy X and X-2 for the PlayStation 4, so we'll be playing that next month Oh, yeah, month the excitement in, in on her face, by the way. <laughs> that game happy. was awesome. So. Anyway. Well, okay. Did you even know? Oh, it doesn't matter. You just okay. want to breed chocobos. Yeah. That was the best part of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Not even going to lie. I spent so long breeding chocobos. Did you get the black one? <laughs> Heck yes, I got the black one. <laughs> um. 
So there's going to be a mobile MMO for Final Fantasy that comes out in 2016. Um, it's going to be from Final Fantasy XI, which actually was the online MMO, the only one that has come out. Um, it's still on. People still play it, you know. Um, there's, uh, there's been expansions and tons of stuff like that. But um, so what they're doing is they're partnering with Nexon, which is the company that made MapleStory like forever ago. I never played MapleStory. Do, have you seen it, though? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I am pretty so- useless on that <laughs> Well, everybody played Maple Story like, I don't know, a good like almost 10 years ago probably. Um, back when they had like LAN cafes and stuff like that, Maple Story was always one of the ones you could play. Is it like Animal Crossing? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. I had, to, I had to give it a shot. Okay. Well, it was a good try. But anyway, so uh, it I don't know. It was okay. It wasn't a bad game. Um, but there's going to be single player mode and there's going to be an online multiplayer mode. So, oh. it, but it's an online MMO for your phone. So how, you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, right. <laughs> it could go either way, you know? I'm, I'm intrigued to say the least. Right. Um, it's going to be a free to play adaptation of the original, but I'm sure they're going to have DLC. Oh yeah. That's There's how you, always, that's how you make money. Yeah. They're going to have to have microtransactions of some sort. Skins or mm-hmm. extra weapons, something. Yeah. So currently... If you go into like the Android market or the the Apple Store or whatever, um, the online store, they they have ten mobile games that you can actually download right now from Final Fantasy yes. or from Square Enix, I should say. There's all the Final Fantasy one through six. There's Final Fantasy Tactics, and then the the three newest ones, which is Theater Rhythm, uh, Final Fantasy Dimensions, and then all the bravest. So those three that you get, the newest ones, they all are full of microtransactions that's like oh, right that's disappointing yeah so like i downloaded um <clears throat> theater rhythm for my phone because mm-hmm. i wanted to try it out and the way that it works you only start off with two songs it's well first off it's a um rhythm game so the song plays and then you tap your phone in certain places and you get points take it's guitar like, hero with your fingers really yeah exactly it's like mobile guitar hero but yeah. with final fantasy 7 yeah with their music or Final Fantasy, not just seven. Yeah, but there's there, there's songs basically right. that you get from the video games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you only start off with two songs, and the, you know you can buy the rest, but they're like a dollar or something each. I thought it was like four songs for like three bucks or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But you know, it's like, well, I'm gonna end up spending like twenty five bucks for everything. Why would I do that when I can just go buy the actual game mm-hmm. for my DS and get everything for free? Exactly. Right. And then um, oh. Final Fantasy yeah. Dimensions that was actually pretty well received. People really liked it. Um, it had five different chapters that you could download for downloadable content. You know, it costs 25 bucks for all five. You can get them separately or whatever, but people actually really liked it. They said it was fun. It it was the best game that they've had for this type of Final Fantasy game, but you know, it can't compare to the console games. No, because you can't put as much into it. Right. So it felt really empty to a lot of people. Okay. But it was fun. Yeah. Um, but the latest one that they came out with, All the Bravest, everybody hated that. That was trash. It was garbage. Wow. Yeah. The whole thing was all microtransactions. You literally sit there, like, I guess you could kind of say it's very, very vaguely like Plants vs. Zombies, but, like, in the least possible form. So your characters are just kind of sitting there fighting stuff, and you're not really doing a whole lot, and that's it. Like, you're just battling the entire time. Okay. It's no fun. Yeah. It sounds, uh... 
What's that other mobile game? Hmm. And it's like you, you build an army, you, you build like soldiers, you kind of maintain your base, and then you send them out to go do fights. But you just sit there while they fight. You're really yeah, not doing but that's even that. more involved than this. Yeah, With this, really? you're only you're only controlling characters, that's like it? yeah, like wow. a few characters on your screen, and then they just kind of smack things, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, everybody hated that game. It was trash. Yeah, that would be uh, garbage, literally. Yeah. You do anything? Why would that? Why would people pay for that? Uh, I don't know. But so I mean, hopefully that's not where they're going with this mmo <laughs> let's hope not yeah but um you know it could it could be decent i guess we'll just have to see where they take it right. um also so the nintendo nx okay do you have any info on that because i do uh not a whole lot well, what do you have uh from what i got they haven't said too much about it i'm sure there's been some more out that i just haven't gotten research to mm-hmm. um iwata had this to say about it however if only expand upon existing hardware it's dull in some shape or form we're always thinking about how we want to surprise players as well as our desire to change each person's video gaming life so it just kind of gives you at least some insight that they're going to try to expand it make it better than just the like the wii u or their older consoles yeah that's, that's to... not really saying anything though. no but it's, it's like very... well we're going to want our product to be good yeah exactly <laughs> i mean that they're still keeping everything in the dark they want i mean it's not even the product's name is nx right now it's not even what it's really going to be called well of course not because so. it's still like a project Code you know name. yeah yeah like cloverfield <laughs> you know <laughs> don't but, go there oh whatever <laughs> that's that's a that's a story for another time um, I actually have a different quote from that, or from that, about the NX. Okay. So, for anybody who doesn't know, the NX is supposed to be the new N- Nintendo console, but the quote that I have uh, is from the president as well, the Nintendo president. He said, it's important for us to take advantage of what we have done with the Wii U. We're going to create a system that can absorb the Wii U structure, so home consoles and handheld devices will no longer be completely different, and they'll become like brothers in a family of systems. That's saying a lot more than just, well, we want it to be good, yeah. you know? They, they're trying to con, uh, condense everything into one complete unit. Because as it is now, if you buy a Nintendo DS, you can't play Wii U games, you can't play any other game mm-hmm. on it, you know? And the downloads, they don't transfer from thing to thing. It does with the Wii U, technically, but not really. Really? Yeah. Oh. But, um, so, he continued on and said... um. Android does not face software shortages because there's one common way of programming that works with various models. The Nintendo platforms should be like that. I mean, That's kind of where he's heading. He PlayStation wants... kind of already does that, right? Right. Where you can take games from your PlayStation and bring them to your, your PS Vita, and mm-hmm. you can still play the same games and go from there so that's what nintendo's trying to go for right okay well that's what they're thinking oh that's what they said they uh, should they could do anything with it yeah they might make like a virtual they might make a vr thing with it for all we know you know what i mean that'd be neat it would be neat but i don't know because it's a nintendo game sure. you know yeah. their games lately i don't know how in like a vr reality that would really work out and for people who don't know uh alex is talking about vr virtual reality so as opposed to vr uh, voice so recording voice uh, recordings visual repetitiveness <laughs> i mean you can go anywhere with vr but for people who are still trying to learn about consoles virtual reality okay well now that that's been uh clarified <laughs> hey just trying to broaden our audience okay well i applaud your attempt the zelda wii u game you know how that's been delayed yes. it was announced that, that was delayed unfortunately but I have a sneaky suspicion that that could actually tie in with this new console that they're bringing in. Oh, okay. Like, maybe they're 
No, I mean, because, you know, he, they were like, well, the game's getting, we, we have too many awesome ideas for it. And so we don't want to release it before it's at its full potential, basically. Okay. Um, we're going to hold it back until it's good to go and we're ready to release it when it's at its best. So you're thinking they're going to have that be like their big opener, come up with a new console and then bam, have this whole entire new Zelda game ready right. to go for it. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that would be the smart thing. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome, Nintendo. Yeah, ideas <laughs> brought to you by Justin and Alex on Super Sugoi Casts. <laughs> Any funding you'd like to send our way, please do. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't oppose that. At all. Um, well, you want to get into some cosplay? Uh, I don't have a whole lot about cosplay, but I know about, uh, give or take about two weeks ago, uh, in Osaka they had their annual uh, cosplay event. They closed off all streets in the Nippon Bashi uh, street. For the whole weekend, no cars, no nothing, just people walking the streets in cosplay. And we will attach some links so you guys can see some pictures. But these pictures just don't do justice for how packed the streets were. Mm-hmm. It's uh, actually, this is the 11th time they've done this. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Like, cosplay is a big deal in Japan. Um, it's fun. Everybody does it. It's not just, like, kids or just avid fans you know and everybody does it they cosplay anything um there, there's cosplays of like colonel sanders you know like <laughs> <laughs> it's just awesome um, and i kind of wish that cosplay was that big over here uh same here it's, i really do it's kind of getting there but not mm. in nearly in the same well think about it when we were there in 2011 uh there was a guy who was just on the corner no event no nothing he was in full cosplay just taking photos yeah yeah he, having fun with it's it it's just they, fun they have um a Pikachu parade where everybody dresses up in Pikachu oh, cosplay. I saw that picture. Yeah. yeah they, that's there was a like a ton thing. of them. And it's just, uh, yeah. Fun and events. the costumes are awesome. The costumes are amazing. way better yeah. than like the Disney characters and stuff. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like their cosplays are way better than the face characters at any theme park here. <laughs> mm, oh, by far, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I saw that there was a show on, um, on Crunchyroll. Or no, it was on, it was on, It was yeah. on Crunchyroll. Yeah, it was on Crunchyroll. It's called Call to Cosplay. And it's actually the first U.S. competition cosplay show. Um, it was brought by a smaller uh, cable TV channel called Mix TV. Um, it's like it's it's Asian programming stuff like that. Think of it as a face-off, but on a lot lower budget and for cosplay. Yeah. Okay. So okay, the first episode I watched all five that are available right now. Um, I only watched one because I couldn't get through any more. <laughs> yeah, the first episode was actually horrible. It was. T- terrible i was like i will only watch this again for science you know um but i I was really really disappointed with it like it it was like if i filmed it in my garage you know it was worse than that on my iphone you might as well have gone to the park and been like you and you make cosplay and then take photographs and film them as they do it yeah So. so the entire thing they they pick two contestants and each contestant gets one helper and they have four hours to make a complete cosplay with a special ingredient yeah something like wood chips or feathers or something yeah Yeah. and um you know that sounds like a good idea right okay they've done it before with several other shows yes maybe not four hours but you know whatever um this was just it was not thought out at all like there was no budget you could tell like i said it was like if i filmed it in my garage yeah um everything was really poorly planned like but it had potential. Oh, um, a great idea on paper, just not well executed in terms of like 
the actual Filming. show. <laughs> if they had a budget, if they got picked up by somebody like yeah. the Sci-Fi Channel, like it is for Face Off, or just yeah. anybody in general, if they had a budget, by far the show would be a lot better than what it was. Yeah, definitely. Like, the first five minutes of the first episode, once the competition started, was them trying to sketch their outfit like from memory with markers and stuff and it was and like why are we watching this for five minutes it wasn't even five minutes i think it was the first 10 minutes of the show it was literally you just sat there and watched as yeah. they thought about how to draw this character well that i need it. to put a skirt so let me use this blue marker and draw this thing here <laughs> and i'm like do we really need to see this yeah no Not we didn't really. need to watch that at all like come on people and then the judges they sat there for the entire four hours that these people were making the costumes. Yeah. Like, I would be, <laughs> I would have been so bored, not going to lie. Um, and then they had different categories that they got points in. There was, like, creativity and I forget what the second one was. But then there was photography and runway. Okay. Photography points. So when they showed us this, it was a it was the person with the completed costume standing on a pedestal. And they just kind of, like, danced around and did poses for two minutes i'm like do i need to watch them stand awkwardly around for two minutes and they didn't even show you the photos like no. that the photographer took not until like what episode three i think is when yeah you actually got to see what the photos look like and they shortened it up for you to see that but... yeah i'm like what is this nonsense and then the runway well, even worse the runway you you have people like dancing down the runway doing fight <gasps> poses and swinging swords if they had it for their cosplay and you have somebody named dj wednesday in the background playing oh, God. Terrible music and like no, the music wasn't that bad. It's pretty bad. But she does nothing the entire show except she's like supposed to be the MC. Yeah, so she's supposed to be like, oh, here we are, here's the show, blah blah blah. But like she does nothing except for the runway when she plays music. Mm -hmm. It's like they're making you look bad. (laughs) They really are. Yeah. Um. But so for the runway, yeah, they're not even just like go up and down a runway like at. A convention or something which is what you do no you go down and then you actually have like a full song's worth to just kind of have a solo dance party in front of the judges and awkward yeah and hope that they give you points for it hopefully it was it was it was bad Uh, to go back to like the judge points it was actually kind of unfair because in the first episode it was um a guy versus a girl Mm -hmm. and it's a competition show they're playing for i think like a 3ds you know nothing special it's small show but they're playing for something to win and so the guy kind of like shadily went and took like all of the leather that she might have used for her costume which she ended up needing later on and the judges see him kind of being a dick yeah and i think he lost the show to the girl but it was like i well, think they did it more so because he was being a, a dick the whole show that and Not his, that his costume compli- wasn't that good either. it wasn't that bad though <laughs> it wasn't so bad that he was getting demolished he like, was an 90 arrogant to jerk. like 50 yeah no he was an arrogant jerk but see that's also why they shouldn't have had the judges there like, if that's how it's going to be, then they should just have the judges come out just for the finished product yeah. and not get biased for the actual character of the contestants. Yes. You know? Yeah. Which is what they do with a lot of shows, like Project Runway, you know? They're not there. The, the judges don't have any knowledge of the contestants. They just see the finished product at yeah. the end, and that's mm-hmm. what they judge on. So, I mean, that's that's part of the poor planning that I was talking about, you know? But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think... It was picked up on Crunchyroll because maybe they're they're hoping that like There's potential. Yeah, maybe they'll get a revival and bring it back and have it be a little bit better. Yeah, it, it got better as in, until the fifth episode. I'm not saying it was good. <laughs> it wasn't good, but it it wasn't as bad as no, that first it episode. Needs work, but yeah, it, it can go somewhere. Like I said, on paper, there's a chance. Yeah, like it was just a bad first attempt. I think 
they can call us and we give them better ideas. Yeah, right? Hey, right. call us. We'll yeah, figure it out. <laughs> I'll I'll do a better job, I promise. Um All right, well, do you have anything else? Not for uh, cosplay, but I do have a couple of our like other topics. Okay. Well, I have a couple other topics too. We oh. do, go first. All right. Well, uh first off, um a while back there was Twitch Plays Pokemon where just anybody who watched the stream could join it and play Pokemon and they beat the game and then they Oh. Yeah, you know, they didn't have to capture them all or anything. They just had to get to that's kind of the point of Pokemon. Well, well, yeah, but like, they just had to get and defeat the final bosses, whatever, you know? And, well, they did it again. They brought Pokemon on Twitch back. And this time, the goal was to collect all 151 Pokemon. Okay. Yes. So now they're doing the real challenge. Yeah. Um, it took them 39 days on the stream to get it done. Wow. That's really? it. 39 days to collect 151 Pokemon. Yeah. Um, well, hold on. Wait. Because you said that anybody could could jump in and play. Yeah. What do like you, a, how do you mean? Play. Uh. Well, it's kind of, I don't know, it's unique. Like, they type in the stream, I guess, and maybe someone, like, runs it. I didn't really fully research how they play. All I see yeah. is just in the chat, you just see, like, A, B, A, B, and, like, people are, like, voting for what to do. So you watch oh. the character, and the character goes, like, left, right, up, down. Like, it takes a little while when people aren't working as a team. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it seems like it went a lot smoother. They kind of changed up how the whole entire gameplay works. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, they they were able to collect 151 in 39 days. I see. That sounds kind of cool, actually, and you know? I still have never done that on any Pokemon that I've ever played. Oh, you never, never caught them all? caught them all. <laughs> I think when Pokemon first came out, back when I was in, like, middle school, or whenever that was, I, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> that was so long ago. Yeah. I think I had a... I remember Toys R Us had, like, a frenzy, though, when, when those games came out. I got uh, Red. Yeah. <laughs> I think was, Red was probably one of the most common ones. Yeah. Well, because I, I really wanted Yellow, but they didn't have it. It was always sold out. So uh, I was okay. like, well, we'll just get Red because that's the only <laughs> so one that they have. So depressed to get Red, oh man. Well, yeah. I don't, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but I think I think since it was the first one and it had that like, whoa, this is like a cool new game and it's so different than anything I've ever played before. I think I totally caught as many as I could because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you couldn't technically catch all of them. No, you had to, you had to get stuff. all three games if you wanted to catch that's them That's one of the ways they modified the stream. You didn't have to do that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Well, that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, it's really neat. Um, and for the listeners, we will attach the uh, videos so you can watch people catching Mewtwo as their final one. And then we have, there's videos of them getting their diploma and then getting their Pokedex <laughs> rated by Professor Oak as well. Who? Professor Oak. Yeah, so <laughs> just for people who might want to see that. Yeah. All right, and cool. then uh, I got another. Just this one's kind of out there. There's a Japanese YouTuber. Can't think of his name right now. It's kind of blanking on it. Uh, he went to a convenience store, which is all over the place in Japan. Oh yeah, like every street corner. Every street. More than that, it's like every block. There's like three. Yeah. Seven Elevens and a few other ones. But they're the most awesome convenience stores oh, ever. Yeah. They're not just convenience stores. But anyway, that's another time. So he goes to the convenience store and he buys up every single drink that's non-alcoholic. Energy drinks, coffee milk teas soda takes each one and then combines it into one mega drink wait what yeah he like, took all non-alcoholic drinks from the convenience store and paid. put them all together all together how much money did he spend on this Fifty-six thousand three hundred sixty-five yen oh my god you actually have the price <laughs> I do. It, it equals out to 475 american dollars wow that's nuts a total of 275 non-alcoholic drinks what did, did he say what it tasted like? Oh, I can't boy. I can't think that that would taste anything He said when he took good. his first sip, it wasn't terrible. 
Um, <laughs> and then it burned then he, my insides. Well, then he decided to actually drink the whole thing when he finished, he threw up. Oh. All of which is caught on YouTube. <laughs> really? Yeah, but... Okay, wait, so I have a question. Yeah. So you said he combined them all into he one didn't, mega like, drink. He didn't, like, fully pour everything. He took, like... Like an ounce of an each An ounce thing. of each thing and put so it together. So he still drank, like, 52 ounces of something? Something, yeah. Oh, that's... That's... That's a lot. A lot. Well, I can't... Uh, yeah. 275 drinks. Yeah, that's it's just a crazy. gross. I can't... I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what he called it, but um, in one month, uh, once in the one month that it was put up, it racked up two point five million views. Uh. And based on like some of the people who do streams and YouTube videos that can kind of like account for like ads and stuff, mm-hmm. he made an estimated twelve thousand dollars. What in one month? Wow! So I mean, totally worth it. Oh yeah, he made like eleven thousand dollar profit. <laughs> That's nuts. What? Nobody would care about that. I don't. Th- I wouldn't think that anybody would care about 2. that. Two point five million people seem to care about it. Yeah, but like, <laughs> if I if I was like, hey, let's go to the store and do this and yeah. film it for YouTube, nobody would care. People would think we were stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, also, I have the link for that as well. To okay, we'll put, put that in the notes. Exactly. Um. Uh, hold on one sec. His uh, YouTube. His name is Hajime. Okay, so, yeah. that's like his handle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, check him out. Um. Add to his profits. <laughs> yeah. Keep giving him money. He'll go spend more money this time and actually use alcohol in his drinks. Well, this is also kind of out there. Um, so for, well, okay, it's not necessarily for April Fool's because they've done it before in the past. But Burger King on April Fool's came out with a fragrance, a spray-on cologne perfume fragrance. For like what, the Whopper? It was called Flame Grilled. Yeah. Flame grilled. It, it was like 50 bucks. I think um, we know a friend who might like that. I would enjoy it. I really? Think. Heck yes. Oh, wow. I smell like burgers all day. I don't know day. if I'd like to smell you, though. <laughs> well, I'd smell myself, so that'd be fine. <laughs> um, no, and this isn't the first time that they did it. They did it back in 2008. So, and it was popular, you know, so they're like, oh, well, let's do it again, but let's make it like bigger and we'll have like a legitimate like fragrance bottle for it and stuff, oh, you know? Does it have like a picture of a burger being no. flame grilled? No, I, I don't remember what the bottle looks like, actually. I think it was, uh, I don't know. It looks kind of like kind of flamey, you know, kind of flamey. That's kind of flamey. Yeah, that's okay. a good description. Well, we'll fix that later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if I, and like they only had a certain amount of them and they were only available for the one day. So if you didn't get one, you can't get one anymore. So I'm kind of sad. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm a little disappointed about that because I would totally have it. Thank you. Maybe Um, lose their pickles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I read something from a person who bought it. Um, They said it smelled like tacos. So I don't know. That's a disappointment. That's that's really disappointing. I'd rather have flame grilled burger than taco smell. So okay, do you remember that time that we went somewhere? We were at Best Buy. We were at Best Buy, and it smelled delicious. And we were like, man, why does it smell like burgers in here? It smells really good. And then the guy in front of us turned around, and he was like, oh, that's me. Oh, yeah, because he worked at I Five work Guys. at Five Guys. Sorry. Yeah, he smelled was, like their fries. It yeah. was so good. I say, I remember that. And I was like, don't apologize. You smell delicious. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Okay, if he smells like Five Guys, or if you wanted to smell like Five Guys, I'm perfectly fine with that. See? I don't know about Burger King. That's a little See? quality stuff right there. Well, okay. What if it was like in and out Ah. <sighs> That's that's pretty good too. It depends if I'm in a car or not. <laughs> and then it's only good when you drive by. Oh, okay. You get like too much. Yeah, and you get over... a waft of it, and you're like, oh, I want in and out. But then when you show up, it's kind of like, mm, I'd rather mm. go to Taco Bell. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Um. All right. I, I do have one last thing. Do you have any other topics? I'm done. Okay. So my final topic is probably the. Well, I don't know. It depends on on your your scale of weird, I guess. But I, I thought it was kind of strange. So. I'll start from the back, from the beginning. I'll start from the beginning. 
Um, Google has a uh, competition that they started a couple years ago. It's called the Lunar X Prize. Um, what the thing is, is it's a competition for privately funded teams to land a robot on the moon, travel 500 meters, send some data back um, to Earth by December 2016. So it's just to kind of promote um, space interest, you know, to get NASA more funding and yeah, like yeah, yeah. keep things interesting about space. Well, as of now, there's only one team with a confirmed launch reservation. Um, they did start off with a ton of teams, like from all different countries and stuff. But as of right now, there's only one team and it's a merged team of the U.S. and Japan. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So I don't know. It's the only one that has a reservation. That doesn't mean that they will make it because things are so finicky when, when with space travel and stuff, you know? Of course. Yeah. But um, since this is happening, the Japan team, which is called Hatuko, they started a crowdfund because some people were like, hey, this is a good idea. Let us um, Let us use you as a, a segue for this. So what it is, is this, they want to pierce the moon with a weapon from Evangelion. So, yeah, I know he, Justin's making like the weirdest face at me right now. I'm making like a what the fuck face because I'm <laughs> kind of confused with what? Okay. Are they trying to blow up our moon? No, they want to, they want to pierce it with something. They want to stab something into it. Hmm. They want to stab a weapon from the anime Evangelion. It's called the Spear of Longinus. You should be familiar with that from Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. It's it's in the anime. It's a big red spear with two prongs at the end. Okay. They were like, let's do it, guys. I you can kind of see how this gets weird. Yeah. Okay. So the crowdfund, it was only um, two months, I think, or maybe three. I don't remember. But they needed to raise almost $1 million to do this, right? And? Well, when it first started, they got, like, tons of steam. People were like, yeah, this is going to be cool. But so um, it actually ended today, and they only got to 51 or 54%. But that's so not, a, even, not even close. Of a million dollars? 500000 in a short. That's a ton of money. So Think are about, they going to give it back or are they going to use it? Well, no, it goes back. It doesn't because it's a crowdfund. If it doesn't go through, it doesn't go through. They can People always do like a, a plastic version to stab it with. Or well, something. okay, that's actually kind of funny because the way that it was, it wasn't a full-size weapon. Yeah. Okay. The, what it was was a nine and a half inch replica that was going to be made out of like titanium alloy or something. And it was going to piggyback on the side of the lander. And then when it's coming into the moon's orbit, like entering the atmosphere, okay. it's going to detach and just kind of go pew. And like land poke, itself in there. And okay. poke in there. But it was like, hmm. why? Why not? I guess, uh, why not, I <laughs> why guess. Why not? That's, yep, that's a good way. That's why good, not? Yeah. A million dollars is why not. Like I, I don't know why that would cost a million dollars just to attach something to the side of a rocket. But, right. But, okay, then. I mean, Okay. And so they were kind of giving away interesting prizes, too, like for crowdfunding, you know? Okay. Oh, if you donate this much money, then you'll get all this neat Evangelion merchandise or whatever, you know? <clears throat> but they only got to halfway to their goal, so it's not going to happen. Can you imagine having to be the person that returns all that money? Having to find everybody? That's not how it works. It works on the internet. I don't care about it's, the internet. It's like... <laughs> I imagine someone sitting there getting envelopes of checks and having to figure out how the no, hell they're going to resend all this money back and no. give someone one check and then somebody else another check and screw it all up. No, 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 no. That's Just one not, person. That... Only one, $500,000. <laughs> but, so they had over, like, um, I think it was like 2,000 people 
So think about that. 2,000 people gave $500,000 worth of stuff. That's pretty crazy. Right. That's a lot of money. I wouldn't just be like, hey, I've got $10,000 sitting around. Let's donate that. I kind of wish we had $10,000. Random... <laughs> well, yeah, I, I do too, but you <laughs> like, know. <geez. laughs> so on that note. Everybody, thank you for listening to our first show. We appreciate your audience. You can follow us on Twitter at SuperSugoyCast. You can also follow us on Instagram at SuperSugoyCast. We also have a Facebook. You can like us there. Um, we're at SuperSugoyCast. And we have a Gmail um, super cast at gmail um you can check out notlg.com that's our network we have tons of pod not us but there are tons of podcasts there check them out they're funny they're good you can even yeah. uh, see our special guest appearance on yakety cast oh um, yeah we that appreciate should... them taking us uh taking their time to have us on their show yeah it was, that was uh, fun. lots of fun mm-hmm. they're good guys i like them um if you're interested in our music that is by a person named alex barroza he is amazing apparently so check out more music by him. We'll put a link in the bottom and that'll do it. So uh, until next time. Yeah, everybody have a good week. Night of the Living Deep. But, you know. We have a beast within the garage. <laughs> that was weird. Really? Holy shit. Nintendo, they sent a Tyrannosaurus Rex after us. <laughs> that was nuts. <laughs> we were going so smooth and just... Can you get me to the hospital? Why don't you just fart propel yourself up Right. <laughs> I was going to. Oh my god. Oh, I can't wait to put that in the end of the show. <laughs> and too close tonight. <laughs> Just have it go. <laughs> yeah. You guys were talking about Cloverfield. We were. Cloverfield. Oh man. Worthy. Uh,